irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Power of Love Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Power of Love, sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. We believe that through the power of love that nothing is impossible as long as you have love on your side. I am T.J. Jackson. And I'm solo today. Um, I am live on the Power of Love show. So if you're listening to me right now, thank you so much for joining. Um, I will have the phone lines as well as Twitter open the entire show because I will need some support. I think this is our very first time doing a show with just one host. Um, Yeah, my brothers couldn't make it. I was thinking, should I cancel? Should we postpone? Should we do a replay, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. So I'm going to need your help, people. Uh, if you want to tweet in, you can tweet me at DDJ Foundation, or of course you can call in, which is always fun. Um, the call-in number to call is 323-203-0815. Again, it's 323-203-0815. I am not a licensed therapist. Uh, I'm just an ordinary person who's experienced loss in my life. I've been impacted by it and I've learned from it. So I'm going to share my opinion in an attempt to help you overcome whatever it is that you may be going through. Saying that, very important. If you need professional help, I urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not just rely on what you hear today, whether it's from me or from another caller. Um, Don't rely on us. Okay, so since I have some time, today's date is November 6th, it's Wednesday, and we're going to have open phone lines throughout. One thing I do want to talk about is what this show, The Power of Love, what it has taught you. We are, I think, over, I know we're over 150 episodes, but I think we are close to almost 200 episodes, 200 shows, Um, not there yet, but close. So I've learned so much. I know my brothers have learned a lot. And I think a lot of our listeners has have heard a lot I've learned a lot. So this is a chance for you to tell me and the rest of the listeners what exactly you've learned, what's been your biggest takeaway? um, What's the most important thing you think you've gotten out of this show what you've implied in your life implied in your life no what you've oh my goodness brain cloudy what you've imported into your life which is probably not even (laughs) a better phrase but you get my point i want to know what you've adapted to your life what you've learned and what you've um what you, you now utilize what you're telling others what you're teaching what you're trying to really incorporate in your life I want to know. Okay. So with that said, um, before I get into what I've learned, and I guess I should still go over my week. I I should give some social handles. So we have Twitter at DDJ Foundation. The Facebook um, is DD Jackson Foundation. And again, you can follow us at Facebook. Um, And then there's Instagram at DD Jackson Foundation, which is my mother's full name spelled out D-E-E-D-E-E Jackson Foundation. Um, where we try to continuously post things that are encouraging and, and of course, deal with what the D.D. Jackson Foundation is about, which is dealing with loss. And then, of course, there's a website, which is www.ddjf.org. We are completely volunteer. No one is on salary on the D.D.J.F. board. We are doing this in attempt, again, to help you and to help ourselves learn to deal with loss because it's such an important part of life. It's something that we all will experience. And it's one of those things where if you don't pay any attention to it, if you don't really try to understand how to deal with it, you can find yourself in a in a really bad space for an extended period of time. So my brothers and I, along with many other board members, our, our whole 
passion is to help you navigate through whatever it is you're going through. Whether that's today, whether that's tomorrow, whether that's in five years, 10 years, 20 years, loss is going to hit you. So it's best to understand and equip yourself with the tools needed to help yourself get through it and to help yourself carry on in life in a very positive and successful way. Okay, I've done the social handles. I did the disclaimer. I let you know we are live. I did the intro. So now I'm going to just talk about my week. I think that the nothing crazy. It seems so quiet in here, but I guess it should be with myself. But nothing crazy happened this week, of course, for me. The only thing that was exciting was um, Halloween, of course. I think that's my favorite holiday. Christmas is up there, actually. So I'd say Christmas with a close second of Halloween. There's just something that's a lot of fun about dressing up and, and um, you know, just, just enjoying a night of, of kind of just getting away. I dress up every year with my family. And it's just fun trying to, you know, be some type of unified um, group. And this year, we were the Wizard of Oz. I was the lion. And my whole family was, was cast members from the Wizard of Oz. And again, I think it's just an important... If you, if you allow yourself to, to dress up and, and unify yourself with someone, whether it's your family or a friend, it's a cool thing to do. Because I'm going to give you a hint of one of my things. I, I actually wrote down three things on what I've learned or what I've taken away from this show, the Power of Love show, over the last several years. And I might as well just tell you one of them. One of the most important things I've learned is simply to think community. Think about others and, and be part of something. I'll admit my entire life, besides being with my brothers in a group and... um you know, I, I play a lot of sports, team sports, so I wouldn't say I was always that person who was completely isolated, but I always took pride in doing things on my own. Even as a musician, I'd, I'd look at Prince, the artist, who would write, perform, sing, produce, and probably mixed everything he, well, I don't want to say everything, but primarily most of the things he came out with. And I used to look at that like, Wow, that's so cool. That's what I want to do. And it was age and things like this show that taught me that community is the way. Um, I just think it's a healthier way to approach things. I think it's a better way to get the best of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. I think being around others and, and, and being open to ideas and being able to bounce your own ideas off others is a very, very important and strong tactic to make the best out of yourself. I'm not saying Prince did not do that, again, the artist, but I don't know. I, I know there's engineers in, there's room, in the rooms. I mean, he played almost every instrument, but still, I think there's just a strong value. It worked for him, but I've learned for me the community is a great thing. How did I get here? Because I was talking about Halloween. And that's one way of, of being part of a community. In this instance, it's my little family community. But being um, one with, with a group is very healthy, whether you realize it or not. So we did Halloween. And then another exciting thing that happened this week, actually, for me. I don't know how super exciting this is, but... Um, we saw a movie that I really enjoyed, which was The Adams Family. And I have to say, I didn't make it up through the whole way. Yes, I fell asleep a bit of it, but not again because it wasn't good. I enjoyed every minute minute of it. I was just very tired. So um, that was that was probably my movie pick of the week. Okay. So I'm asking you to call in 323-203-0815 and tell me something that you've learned from The Power of Love Show. You can also talk. It's open phone line, so you could talk about anything, something you're going through. I don't have my brothers with me, so I can't. Uh, we can't give you multiple um, opinions on on anything, but I I will try to give my best opinion on things. Okay, I told you one of my learning from the show, which is the community. I'm going to tell you another. 
A second item that I've learned about is the importance of understanding the idea that you're not going to get over a loss. Again, as myself, when I was younger, I used to think I'm going to get over something. It just takes time. You know, you get over, you know, you get over everything. You get over a bad grade. You get over a loss in a sporting event. You get over a breakup. But when you're dealing with a significant loss, a life-changing type of loss, whether it's a death, whether it's a, um, you know, a a loss of your home, um, you know, whatever it is, a significant loss, there's a a good chance you're not going to get over it. You're going to have to learn how to deal with it, to cope with it. You're going to have to learn how to navigate through it. And that's a concept that I never thought of before doing the show. I don't remember the name, but it was a doctor, I believe, or an author out of San Francisco, the Bay Area, who we were on the phone with. And and I was talking to her about getting over a loss and the struggles of it. And she flat out told me that's the problem. You're never going to get over it. You just got to learn how to deal with it. And that was a very important life changing moment for me. Um, And that was probably 30, 40 shows in, maybe even less. But, you know, like I like my brothers and I always say, we're we're still learning ourselves how to deal with loss. And um, we've we've gotten our good share of it in life. And, you know, there's never a perfect day, to be honest, that um, I either think about my mother every day or I think about my uncle every day. But, you know, I genuinely think about them both every day. Um, That's just part of it. And you, you just got to learn how to kind of frame it and make sure it doesn't put you into a depressed space. You have to learn to see the positive side of, of the time you did get with them, the lessons and, and the values you've learned from them. You have to keep things positive. Okay, so I will continue on that. But first, I want to get to a phone call. Hello and welcome to The Power of Love. Who's on the phone line with me? Yeah, hello, it is Jay. It's Toya. How are you doing? I'm excellent, Toya. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Yep. So first off, uh, hats off to you for doing the show alone. <laughs> but but you know, I, I'm not surprised you can you can do and handle anything today. Well, you know, Toria, I, I first of all thank you for that, and it's huh. tough because I've been doing my lives on the weekend on on Facebook and Instagram, and that's what maybe ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Maybe I think I went up to twenty five. And that's different, though, because you get an interaction with fans, so you're always able to see questions and and people want to talk yeah. with me. So it's it's easy to get that time going. But something like this, where it's 50 minutes of just me and a microphone, um, is tough. But I wanted to take the challenge. You gotta you gotta take chances in life and and go for things. And no better time than today to do it. So thank you for that, though. Yeah. I- yeah, exactly. But you, you can do anything. <laughs> well, well, thank you. So, so, so about the topic. When I heard the topic, I really wanted to call in because, um, you know, uh, three years ago when when you started the show, I I remember um, the kind of mindset I was in at that time. Mm. And uh, listening to the show every week has uh, helped me grow and become um, a different person. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, you know, not only it has helped me go through probably the worst time of my life, mm. uh, but it has also definitely changed me. It changed my world and it has changed my mindset and my vision of life and happiness. Oh, that's amazing, Toria. Yeah. Thank, thank you yeah, for that. And you, come on. Th- thank you. You're welcome. And you know, like everyone, I still have my ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely deal with challenges um, in a complete different way than I used to. Yeah, I'm a mm-hmm. more positive and grateful person, and that's because of you. Can I ask you a question? Well, thank you again. Let me ask you sure. a question. Can yeah. you give me an example, just one of, or or a possible, like you can make up an example of something that could happen and how you think you would respond to that now versus before? Well, um, it could before, be it, it could be uh, real, or or you could make something up on how you think you would handle something. Yeah, 
you, you know, I'm sure um, like three years ago uh, when something negative happened to me, I was in a, like in a victim mindset, you know, mm. why is, is this happened to me? I'm, I'm feeling bad and feeling sad. And, you know, I, I was like pessimistic person, mm. but now I, I try to, to look at it and in a different way and just to turn the negative into something positive mm. and just remember that, uh, you know, life is short and, you know, it could be worse and just I have to cherish every moment because tomorrow is not promised. So yes. we have to, to stay grateful and to stay positive. Well said, Toria. And I think one of the most important things you've said is is being able to, to get rid of the victim mindset. I think that is something yeah. that really cripples a lot of people. Um you know, and, and I think a lot of times people don't realize that it's happening or that they're doing that and they don't mm. understand or realize the repercussions of doing it. Because when you're in a victim mindset, I think a lot of times people will think it's 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 a present type of effect. Like, you know, so if if I say poor me, poor me, that it just affects yeah. me during that moment. But the problem is it, it keeps adding to how you think. And then, you know, exactly. for the future or anything else that happens, you're you're going to justify it by saying, well, of course, you know, poor me, you know, of course, it's supposed to happen mm. to me. And that's a very dangerous way to go through life. So I actually yeah. don't think we've done a show on that, but I think it's important too. so I'm putting it in my notes now to make sure <laughs> if we ever need a topic is avoiding the victim mindset because especially when you're dealing with any type of loss, loss of a family member, loss of anything. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a real thing that, that can cripple people. And I actually remember, I don't know if I've shared this, but prior to my mother's passing, I had like, I remember thinking like when, when there would be an article or something on the news about how a parent lost their life and they left behind a child and, and I, I honestly, I can kind of remember thinking, wow, why does this resonate with me? Why does this feel like it could happen to me? I remember thinking that before my mother had passed. And then um, when she passed, I have to say, I didn't have the victim mindset because I, I kind of felt like it was it, I was chosen to be in this role. Um, mm -hmm. I, and if I had a victim mindset, it was very short lived. And again, I think it's because of my family and in particular, my uncle, Michael, he really was, was on it in terms of making sure my mindset and my mentality was right. He, he was, it was mm -hmm. as if he knew exactly how to handle it. I remember when he, um, you know, I think the next, the day of, or the next day, we had like kind of like a party at Havenhurst and I don't want to say a party, but he, we had all of our friends there and he came. Yeah. And, just to gather everyone. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it, it was in a way like it was a celebration, but it wasn't a celebration of course, but it was like the mind, he wouldn't let us fall deep into a depression. He wanted us yeah. to make sure we knew that life was still, was a great thing and a beautiful thing. And, and, I think that's why I never had a true victim mindset for the loss of my mom. Mm. So, um, but thank you, Toria. I really thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. One thing I want to say, you know, let's be honest, all the guests and all the, the stories they shared and all the tools you've talked about, this has helped a lot. But, you know, for me, it's your love and support that, that saved me. Mm. And I, I'm not kidding. I, I'm so thankful for you, and I, I owe you so much. Well, Toria, that that literally makes my heart happy, you know. And um, uh. I I think I don't know. I just got into a, a I don't know. I, I I don't. I care more about the effect I have on a person than anything than anything I leave you know, like any product that's made or any type of success for me, it's about what I'm giving to people. And that is the ultimate compliment is to know that I'm, I'm, and my brothers are, are affecting your life in a positive way and helping you get through a, a better life. 
There's no better prize than that. So thank you for those words. You're welcome. I know that. That's why I really wanted you to know uh, mm. what, uh, how, how much you've, you've impacted my life, and I'm sure you've impacted so many other lives. Mm. Well, thank you, Toria. And, of course, thank you for, for always supporting um, not only 3T but DDJF in the show. You've been an amazing support, so thank you. You're welcome, TJ. Welcome. Um, all right. Well, we'll take care, Toria. I'm going to continue on and, and take more phone calls okay. and, and look at Twitter. But thank you so much again, and, and have a good night, okay? Yeah, thank you. Have a good day, TJ. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. I love it. You know, and, and I mean that, people. It's, it's And I, I know my brothers would feel the same way. It is the support from you guys that helped DDJF go. And it's really... Um, incredibly refreshing and and it just feels amazing knowing that we're helping you so thank you for sharing that toria and everyone else who calls in it it makes my day i'd rather have that than a song play on the radio or anything you know so that's the biggest compliment and and joy i get is knowing that you guys are 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 in a better space okay we're gonna take another phone call who do we have on the line for the power of love. Hi, it's Carol. How you doing, TJ? I'm excellent, Carol. How you doing? I am good today. Finally, it's been a rough five months. I mean, I fell and injured my shoulder. I had physical therapy, and then I was exercising. Injured my knee, and mm. uh, had to be on medication for a while. But I'm actually walking pretty good right now, so I'm really thankful about that, and thankful not to have surgeries because I was really scared and everything. Mm. And I'm thankful for your show and um, and your kindness. It's really helpful. You guys came in my life when my mother, my aunt and uncle died, and it was just so mm. hard. Yeah. And uh, and how you related to other people and your kindness has really helped me a lot. And you guys helped me out during this difficult time in my life. So I'm really thankful for you guys. Well, well, well thank you, Carol. And thank you for being such a strong supporter throughout the show. You know, I... Um, I don't know if you caught on from the very, very beginning, but it seems like you did. And, and you've been nothing but an incredible supporter all these years. Thank so you. Thank you. Um, can I ask you a question? Is there any specific sure. thing that you felt that you've learned or, or that's that's kind of been strengthened since listening to this show? Um, that other people have the same pain as I'm going through mm. and everything. And we can relate to each other and we can support each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, as I said, that's probably the community aspect to know that you're not alone. You know, I think that's going back to my experience. It was isolating for a period of time. Cause you think why me or, or how does this, Yeah, it's just me who's going through this, but it's not just you. You know, and, no. and I think that 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 kind of gives you some type of comfort to know that you're going to be OK in the end, that you're not a specific chosen one for for pain. You know, that it's part of life yeah. and there's others that are going through it. And and it's really hard with the anniversary of my mom's birthday. That's really hard. And Christmas is really hard. And mm-hmm. that's it seems like, it. you know, the pain is it gets better and then it kind of flares up, you know. The yeah yeah well it's it pain loss is never easy you know and, and no. pain is there for a reason we just have to make sure mentally we get through it and and we rebound yeah. for ourselves and our loved ones it's it's very important to not um you know let pain and let loss define who you are yeah you know, no one would want that to happen no one that loves you would want that to define who you are so um right yeah but Carol, thank you so much for calling in and chiming in. And, You're welcome. And again, thank you for always being such a strong support for DDJF. You're welcome. And thanks for always being an encouragement to me. It means a lot to me. Mm. Well, that's 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 what we're here for. So, you know, yeah, that's what we want to do. Yeah, me too. All right. And hopefully it can be helpful with you guys as well, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Carol, and have a great rest of your Wednesday, okay? Take care. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, cool. So there's been a lot of phone calls, which is which is cool to see and and to hear. But I'm gonna read a couple of twitters. 
responses from Twitter. I shouldn't say a couple Twitters. A couple responses. This is from Edwina. I hope I'm saying your name right. Uh, when your show began, I was in the middle of going through multiple deaths in my family. I was very withdrawn and kept my inner feelings to myself. Listening to you, your entire staff, fans, guests, and speakers, I learned... I learned to step out on faith and reach out for help. How big is that? So she learned to step out and reach for help, which is another big thing because I think, again, it kind of goes hand in hand with the isolating. We think that we're the only one going through it, so no one can really help us through the situation. Um, so, you know, there's so many th- different things that I think we can learn about loss and learn how to deal with it that our society again sorry for being so blunt but i think it fails us in learning how to deal with loss and there's so many different little aspects that can help us and and equip us more and more and more to be able and to be ready for loss it's like tools you know we have to be able to have all different type of tools to deal with it so again i don't i don't know all the answers my brothers don't our staff doesn't we're just trying to bring light to some of the tools from all the great people and experts who have learned from it and who can help us um, all deal with it better. Okay, another phone call. Who do we have on the line on The Power of Love? Hi, TJ. This is Alicia. How are you? I'm great, Alicia. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to call in to let you know that one of the things that I learned was that grief comes in all different forms. Mm. Uh, you know, you never really hear about that. You just hear about how, like, when you lose a person that you love that, you know, it hits you all at once, but... It, they you never hear about it coming in waves and how to deal with it uh through peace or or community or any of those other things yeah. um and so for me i think that was one of my biggest lessons and um also it kind of helped that it was the a jackson 3t community because for me you guys were always there it was first you know your your dad and your uncles but mm. then uh, when brotherhood came out for me, I would always hear the first notes of anything, and that would immediately calm me. Mm. Um, so that was always something that um, that helped me. And now with your show every week um, for the past few years, just hearing you guys talking to us and um, give us your advice helps um, to know that everything is, is okay. That, that's beautiful. So thank you. Thank you for that, because I do hear, you know, there's a lot of people who said they grew up on our family. And then, you know, when we come out, it, it it's like the next kind of generation. And I know I have cousins also coming out, but it's it's really cool to hear how that kind of c- continuity from our family is empowering and, and, you know, bringing positive stuff to you guys. So thank you for sharing that back to your and back to your what you feel you've taken out of this show. I think that's huge because one thing I know, which is something I've always explained to Taj because he was the one who last had a child. But for me, you know, dealing with my mother's passing was was very difficult. And then when I had a child, when I had Royal, that was like a whole nother type of loss and grief from an action that took place five years ago, you know, so it, it, it does come in waves and it comes in different forms. And I think the better you can understand that, um, the better you can deal with it. I mean, even when Royal graduated high school or got his driver's license, you know, or started college and and same with the girls, you know, when they become teenagers, that's all times where I immediately think about my mother because I could just see how much she would have wanted to be there and see how much help she could have been as a grandmother for all my kids and that's another different type of grief that I'm learning and dealing with that I never would have assumed would have happened at 16 when I first lost my mother. So yeah. I think that's a great point, Alicia, is, is that you have to understand that if you lose someone, a loved one, that it's not just this that you're going to go through. There's different kind of um, there's different leaves or different layers to that loss, but you can get through them all. You can. It's just if you're better prepared and more equipped, I think it would be a lot easier. So, but thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to add? 
Um, well, I just think that it, it, um, I'm going, I think that when, I think if, like, I think we've, we've talked about this before, having an outlet, um, outside of, or just any outlet that it, it can help you, whether it's, you know, you said writing or music or any yeah. of those things, um, that also have a community. Cause I remember, um, that, uh, we've talked about, um, how you guys have a lot of fans that are writers and, um, you know, any type of artsy things. And I know for me, this, this month is, um, national novel writing month. And so mm -hmm. I tried to do that last year and it didn't work. And I'm doing that again this year, this month, and I'm doing it more with the community, several actually. And so that's helped, um, as well, which I know is probably what you guys do with your music too, whether it's, you know, as three to your, your individual things with, you know, you, you and now and, and Terrell and yeah. even Taj doing his directing. And I think that's a really good thing to know and to, and to learn from. Absolutely. So thank you for that. As yeah. Well. well said, well said, you know, and, you know, and, and not just art, not just writing, drawing, um, singing music, but there's also physical activity and, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to kind of help your grief get an outlet, and it's it's crucial. I don't think I realized it at the time because we were doing music, and you know, again, our my father as well as my uncle were were instrumental in us continuing on. And because I think my mother passed, well, I know my mother passed when I was 16 and about a month and eight days, no, more than that, month and 11 days, and. I think anything came out just like three months later, maybe because I believe I was 16 when anything came out. So I, it, it was one of those things. I mean, someone could do the math. Maybe it was a year later. I'm sorry. It was a year later. But <laughs> but yeah. but but my point is, is we were still recording. You know, we were still making right. the Brotherhood album. And it was one of those things where I think my father and my uncle really pushed for us to continue to not not stop you know and 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 to not let the situation again define us and being able to write and sing and record and it was was huge in how we were able to recover because none of us took therapy or none of us did therapy or counseling um at all so how did we kind of recover or, or how have we been able to deal with it i think the music's been crucial for us because we never took a break from that and we were able to get that out through you know recording and writing so i think yeah i actually remember when that happened i remember watching the news and hearing about your mother passing and my sister and i weren't we weren't sure if she was your mother i mean you know we we heard it on the news and they said that it was you know tito's um ex-wife but it was just like uh we, we weren't you know we, we too young to remember or, or know about yeah. you guys um but i i do remember specifically um one of my friends, his mother passed away exactly a month before, yeah, April of 2000 and, um, 90, I mean, 1994. Yeah. And so it was, it was kind of, um, that connection with his mom passing and yours. And then when brotherhood came out, when you guys would, um, hmm. would perform and stuff, you could still just see the, the, um, pain and sorrow in your eyes yeah. during interviews or just yeah. um e even now you know as you guys talk about her with the with the uh with, with the foundation and stuff it's just you know like you said it, the, the time doesn't doesn't matter yeah. but it just uh, it yeah I, I think that definitely was healing for um just anybody that has that um, in, in any type of loss. And yeah. So, and, and for yeah. us, it was important to be upfront and to talk about it when asked, because I right. think something that we've always wanted to do and something our family's always done is, is for me. And I'm telling you the straight out truth for me, it's, it's about the joy is, is being able to be a positive influence for someone. And if someone can, um, 
if someone can take something, even if I'm 16 years old and, and someone asks me a question and I answer it genuinely and it helps someone in the world and I don't ever meet that person, but it's helped them. That is so big to me. I don't know why. I, I, I think it's, I think it's part of how we were raised. I think it's my grandmother. And I just think it's truthfully, I think when I lost my mother, I, I lost the, uh, how do I say this? And I have to be careful because I don't want to, <laughs> but I, I lost, I lost caring so much about me. If that makes sense. I was like, I'm yeah. going to, and I care about myself, but it's like, I didn't feel like I was, I'm not the, I don't know. I, maybe cause part of me went away, you know? So I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know how to articulate that. Maybe I, I'll think about it and, and write well, it. Well, I think it's like when you lose somebody that close to you, and I still have my parents, but when you lose somebody close to you, like a grandparent or, um, you know, someone like that, then you feel like you've lost a piece of your heart, and you can't. There's no way that you can get it back, and so you know, it's it's like it, your heart shatters and in pieces, and you can't trying to put it back you can try to put it back but not completely and that's you know you, you losing your mom and even your uncle michael that those are those are two so many two um big pieces that yeah. you know I, you it i, I just i just had, you know I, what I mean i had to repurpose myself personally I remember, you know, being young and, and dreaming incredibly big. I wanted to own this. I wanted to do that. I wanted to do. And it was I don't know how much of it is is related to my mother's passing or how much of it's related to just maturing. But I mm-hmm. I, I know that once 3T came out, I just I think it's once my mother passed, I just felt so numb and so like. Mm-hmm kind of like for lack of a better term lost hope and lost that that drive to do for exactly me now it was like how can i help others um and how can i make others happy that was more the priority than me owning this or breaking this record or or doing this and that so now it's funny because as a freshman in high school um we had to make goals and a teacher from the school we went to um gave me found those goals and it like makes me cringe because it's so like um uh it's so like so non-rip serious it's like why was my mind on so much of the not material is the wrong word because it wasn't like you know i want to own this bentley or that Bentley. it wasn't that it was more like just i wanted i was so driven to be a success but I didn't realize that a, a better definition of success is being uh, being a positive and, and helping people. And that's why for this foundation and, and that's why, you know, when, when people call in and say thank you for helping me and you inspire me, that's the best. That's the definition of success that, you know, I think I couldn't articulate at 1920, but I can at 41. I think I'm 41. Um, but yeah. I, I can articulate that now and, and that's truly what's, what's grand. And, you know, and I think that's why I was never crazy, even though this is LA talk radio, I was never crazy about living in LA cause that's, doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't do much for me. Um, but for, for me, I'm kind of ranting, but I, I just wanted to, I don't know. I don't know. I should stop. <laughs> but, yeah. but Alicia, thank you for, for calling in. I appreciate it, and thank you for all your support. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, anything else you wanted to share before I let you go? Um, good luck with Insomnia, and can't wait for um, the rest of your music. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. All right. Have a good day, right. Alicia. You too. Bye. Okay, so I'm going to go to Twitter again. Um, we have Nicole. She says, hi, TJ. Nicole, 61, Belgium. She says, hi, TJ. With the show, I've learned that artists can be humble, kind, and listening to others. I've lost my... Well, thank you. Um, I've lost my mom last year. I've learned that being sad, crying, and grieving are normal process, are, are normal part of the process. That at the end of the tunnel, there's always light. For me, the 3T community is so helpful. 
So several things I want to say about that. First of all, shout out to the shout out. Francis always gets on to me, but a shout out to the 3T community for always being there for each other. Um, you guys are amazing, and to hear that is beautiful. Thank you for saying, complimenting us as humble, kind, and listening to others. I don't really see it as anything different or special. I just think that's the way my brothers and I were raised, to be humble and kind. It's a much better way and simpler way to live. And then the final thing I want to say about your tweet is that you losing your mom last year, you learned that being sad, crying, and grieving is part of the normal process. And that is very, very, very true. I think a lot of times people feel that they're not supposed to uh, cry or they're supposed to cry only when this happens or they're only supposed to be sad when this happens or they're only supposed to grieve when this time is, is, you know, when they have that time to. But you can't really define it. You can't really restrict how you're feeling. And I think the important thing is is to listen to how you feel and to deal with it right then and there. Don't try to, don't be, you know, judgmental on how you're feeling. Just go with it. If you're not feeling so great, maybe write. Maybe, you know, read. For me, reading is crucial. Honestly, there's times where I don't feel I'm in the best place. And again, nothing crazy. I've just not, something feels a little, I'm not perfect. Something sometimes feels a little like, I don't know, I'm a little down right now. And reading, honestly, is like the medicine for me. It, after five, ten minutes of reading, I'm, I'm on again. I'm, I'm good to go. Um, but it may not be for you. So you just got to find what that is, whether it's dancing, whether it's writing, whether it's painting, whether it's singing, whatever that is. Find that, that catalyst for you that can help you come out of a dark place. Um, and, and again, be accepting to why you're in that place. Learn it, learn from it, understand it. Don't just, you know, brush it away. Take it in and, and, and grow from it. Learn from it. Okay, Sequoia, who normally calls in, um, but we're running out of time, so I'm going to read what she tweeted. So Sequoia said there's two things. Number one, that she is not alone, that there are others that have been going through what she is going through. Very true. And number two, which is one we haven't spoke about or talked about today's show, is to speak up. Even when it seems like no one is listening, someone is always listening and may be inspired by your story or encouraged by your opinion or the way that you're thinking. Because I have been able to see both sides of every situation, even when I don't want to, but I've received messages from others that appreciate it or feel brave enough to say they feel the same way, but was afraid to say it. Again, it goes back to the community. It's it's a, it's it's um, tragic moments and loss is very isolating. You immediately feel like you're alone. That's like just the natural thing because I think when you deal with loss and you look outside, you're seeing the world move. Um, I'm looking outside of a window and I'm seeing cars move, people walking. Um, people filling up, you know, at a gas tank, at a gas station. The, the world still goes on. So when we're dealing with a significant loss, it's hitting us and nothing can can penetrate that feeling. Nothing can get through. All we are focused on thinking about is that loss. So it's very isolating. But you're not alone. That's the key. You have to go all the way. You have to realize that it's just not you. And Again, that's something that I've I've strongly learned from from doing this show. Not that again, not that I really suffered too much from it, but it's a very important principle that I think many people deal with and struggle with, and and it's important to spread that. Tiffany, another caller, um, says tweets: "My life is just better and so enriched, enriched, enriched. I've listened and taken the lessons I've learned to heart. I use these tools to not only cope with my life." And it all brings in to help guide and support my friends. TJ, I'm a Thotaj and Terrell, DDJF, I've learned to find positives in everything. It's beautiful. Okay, um, and then memory. Memory and melody. First she says, I'm the second one to do a solo radio show. And that I got this. I am so curious, Melody, to know who was the first. 
It definitely wasn't Taj, and I can't remember Terrell doing a show on his own. But if he did, well done. Okay, so Melody, she also tweets, she's learned how to be better at helping people deal with grief. I'll be here if you want to talk is one thing, but just checking up on something to see if they need anything so that you don't put the weight of approachability on that person that is grieving is important. Yes, it is. Very important. Um, Another thing, I still have to give you my third thing that I've learned, but I'm going to add a fourth. So I'm going to save my third and move it to the fourth position, and I'm going to give you another thing that I just thought of. I remember when someone lost their when someone loses their parent, I and I'm still not all the way there. But one thing I just didn't have a clue on was what do I say to someone? What do I tell that person who just dealt with the devastating loss? And um, I think it was Rabbi Steve Ledger. Don't have the best memory, but I think that was his name. When he was a guest on our show, he basically said it's okay. That um, I can imagine how you're feeling, but I want you to know I'm here. Being able to say that kind of a phrase is everything. Um, You know, I don't know what it is you're going through. I don't know. I can't imagine the pain completely, but I want you to know I'm here. Saying something simple like that is all that needs to be said. And just be there. Uh, Again, I remember before this show, if I lost a friend... Uh, or a friend I should say lost a a loved one I was clueless on what to say I didn't know how to handle it I didn't know what to say and I wanted to be there for them I just didn't know what words to use that wouldn't make them bring them down more that would that would actually help so I I took the, the safe route and said nothing but that's a mistake people we have to reach out to whoever it is we know that's dealing with it and just say I just want you to know I'm sorry, and I'm here if you ever need anything. Something simple like that is the way to go. Okay, so we literally have two and a half minutes before the 50 minutes is up. It went by super fast. Um, And again, thank you to those who called, who would be Toria, Felicia, and Carol. Um, I am going to give and reveal my final my final piece that I've, I think I've learned from doing this show. And again, thank you all for listening. This was a different show, but um, I'm actually kind of sick of hearing my voice, so I hope you're not. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. Okay, so the final thing that I've learned, um, and I'm sure you all can guess it because I talk about it all the time, um, um, came from Lindby. And I almost said Dr. Lindby. She's not a doctor, but for this advice, it was really important to me. Just the importance of being grateful. And I've always heard about being grateful. I've always was told you got to be grateful. And I, I've always been an appreciative and grateful person. But really utilizing it and really making it part of your life by writing in a journal, by saying exactly what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for the meal. I'm thankful for this clothes. I'm thankful for this house. I'm thankful for my animal i'm thankful for my brothers i'm thankful just being able to say that in a variety of ways not only not only helps you deal with loss but it helps you in every single way in life it helps you have a better perspective of things it helps you i thought i turned my phone my computer down i'm sorry but it helps you in every way so be thankful it just really enriches life i i strongly recommend going on amazon or something or you know, a local Walmart or a local store and purchasing a journal. They have gratitude journals, but a normal journal can work. And just write what you're thankful for. And what that will do is it will help reshape your mentality. It will help make you a more positive and happier person. And if you ever have to deal with loss, which you will, it will help you deal with it in a, in a stronger and better way. So those would be my things that I, I would say I've learned from the Power of Love show. I've learned much, much more. But those are the top four that I wanted to share with you. I'm going to wrap up the show. Um, again, I, I, and let me say this. Um, again, to everyone, thank you for supporting DDJF. However you're just supporting, whether it's just sharing about our, our foundation, whether it's donating, 
As there's been so many f- great fans who have who've done little fundraisers locally and have given us the DDJ Jackson Foundation funds to 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 help us do our shows, our shows, to help us do our um, Music Hill programs. <laughs> I said shows, but you know what I mean. You've helped us even do this radio show, and and you know there's costs involved with everything that DDJF does. And even though we don't accept any income from doing it, it helps us be able to reach as many people who need help as possible. So thank you all. Um, okay, the final thing before I close is ADEC, the Association for Death Education and Counseling, is an international professional organization dedicated to promoting excellence and recognizing diversity in death education, care of the dying, grief counseling, and much more. If you want to learn more um, about ADEC, the website is www.adec.org. I they they aren't even probably aware we give them a shout out, but I remember looking at their website and thinking how great it was. Um, when when I lost my mother, I, I there was not many resources at all that helped me deal with it. Um, it was different times, granted, but there just wasn't that much out there. So now that we have internet and social media, and along with DDJF, there's other organizations that are doing their part in helping whoever it is deal through loss. So wanted to give them a shout out. Okay, you all, that's it. It's 1.50. I am going to bow out. But again, thank you for listening to me um, for this 50 minutes. And I just want to wish everyone a happy and great rest of your week. Much love to you all. I am out. Adios. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.